Hi, everybody. This is JJ Long from JJ Artworks, and welcome to episode two of The Legend of JJ Artworks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I just really quickly wanted to thank everyone so much for, for you guys for listening to episode one. Uh, the outpouring of support has been absolutely amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening, whether you, you watched it on YouTube or on Facebook, or if you listened on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen to your streaming podcasts. Really, really appreciate the support. Um, we're really excited to be doing this now. So thank you guys so much. So there's also a couple of really quick things I wanted to mention before we kind of dive into the structure of our show. Uh, the first thing is I wanted to say <laughs> this is really funny, um, you know, after you actually record a, a podcast episode because you're very conscious of the way you say things and how you articulate things. And I'm realizing I say ums and ahs a lot and I say, you know, and all I have to ask is if you guys could please be patient with me as I become a better public speaker, that would be great. I promise I will get more polished over time as I do more episodes. So thank you guys so much for um, being patient with me, basically. And then also, if you guys are watching this on YouTube or on Facebook, um, definitely try to check out the audio version of this, like on um, Spotify or iTunes, or we're actually on Google Play Music now, so definitely listen to that too if you're a Google person. Uh, but I actually wrote a 20-second intro and outro kind of theme song, and it's uh, 80s synth, which I think is pretty cool, and I actually sing some atmospheric vocals on it. So if you want, definitely check that out. I think it's pretty cool. I think you guys would like it. So like I said in episode one, the structure of the show is going to be talking about stories from my past and our company's past um, and kind of the lessons that we learned. And then after that, it's going to be things that I did in the previous week to kind of um, propel the company forward into the future. So like a lot of tasks, tasks that I did and everything from the previous week. So the theme of the, um, the story from the past that I want to share with you guys today is basically or the lesson that I learned that I want to talk about is honoring the small gigs and always bringing your A game no matter what, whether you're in front of a big crowd of people or a big audience of people, whether you're in front of a small group of people, it's a small event, always bring your A game. Always be professional because the small events do lead to bigger opportunities as well. And I'm going to share with you guys the story on how um, my first band that I was in we were able to acquire a Jägermeister sponsorship, which is pretty huge. But I know that, you know, when you do big events as someone that's, um, I've actually played in front of hundreds of people, thousands of people before with the music and then um, with uh, art festivals, I've displayed my artwork in front of like hundreds of people. I think there was one festival, maybe a thousand people. I can't remember what event it was, but um, you know, it feels good when you're like displaying in front of like a lot of people, you're showcasing your talent and you know, what you want to offer to the world. It feels good when you're in front of a, a lot of people. And then sometimes, you know, when you're in front of not so many people, it's kind of like, ah, oh, you know, I, I wish I was in front of a lot of people, <laughs> you know, I'm just being honest. It's just, that's just how it feels sometimes. But if you bring your A game for the for the smaller events too, it does lead to big things. So let's get into the the whole Jaegermeister sponsorship because I think it's a fun story. So in uh, 
let me see, back in 2005 or 2006, I forget exactly what year it was, uh, my band played like a Sunday night show or maybe it was even a Monday night show. It was definitely a slow night during the week, definitely a slow night during the week, let me just say that. And, you know, we were just kind of like, it was maybe like a dozen people at the bar, maybe like 12, 20 people at the most. I can't remember the exact number. Uh, it was like the, the door guy, the bartender, and uh, just like our friends in the crowd, which is always fun. And, you know, we were kind of like, rather than being like, oh, man, there's no one here. And, you know, oh, man, this sucks. I'd rather be playing in front of like 100 people or, you know, rather than getting all down in the dumps, we were kind of like, you know what, like, let's let's look at this as like a glorified practice and let's try out some new songs and let's have fun with it. And we just decided to bring our A game that night. And, you know, we played like we played in front of like a sold out stadium. And I think that that's the mentality that you have to have if you're an artist, you know. So we did that and we had we had a great set and I got off stage and this just goes to show you that you don't know who's in the crowd listening. You don't know what type of people are around you. Always bring your A game. And um, this woman comes up to me and she was like, hey, she was like, you guys put on a really good show. Um, she was like, I actually work for Jägermeister. And she was someone that would come into the, the bars and restaurants, uh, wherever there was music playing, and she would actually promote Jägermeister and like give out people swag and like serve uh, shots on a tray. And um, she was just a promoter for the brand. And she was like, yeah, um, you know, would you, do you have a press kit or something? I'll forward it over to our brand manager and maybe I can get you guys a sponsorship. And I'm like, that's amazing. Absolutely. I would absolutely love that, you know? And I mean, we didn't have a press kit at the time, I don't think. So like, you know, the next day I'm like <laughs> foolishly putting together a press kit. I'm like, what's a press kit? I have no idea. So I put something together and I forget if like we gave it to her the next gig we played or whatever, or maybe I met up with her separately. I forget. But, um, you know, I handed her the press kit within a week. She sent the press kit to the brand manager. And then a couple of weeks after that, I was contacted by a Jaeger rep. And then within two weeks and a month after that, we were officially sponsored by Jägermeister, which was huge for us at the time because we were just a local band. And, you know, now we're on the official Jägermeister website with like all these other national bands. And it was just such a cool feeling. And the best part of it all was that they gave us like all this free Jägermeister swag. And it was it was amazing. Like they gave us, I think... We had three different items we could choose from, and they gave us a thousand full color posters, like sixteen by sixteen by twenty inch posters, pretty big posters, like with our press photo on it, uh, with the start and end time of the event, and then they pressed. This was so cool. I think they pressed maybe like three hundred sampler CDs. So we actually had a physical demo CD with three of our songs that we could pass out to people at different shows. And then they also gave us, I think, between like three and 500 plastic shot glasses that had the Jägermeister logo on it and then also our band logo on it with our website. So it was just an amazing experience and kind of a big notch in our belt, you know. So um, you just never know who's listening. You always get to bring your A game. And the same thing is with, you know, same thing happens to me today with the paint party business. I actually, uh, this happened to me a couple of weeks ago where I did a paint party and I, 
you know, I've it feels good when the same thing from the music and from art festivals and um, now doing paint parties. Like it feels good when I teach in front of like 80 people, which has happened a few times. It feels good teaching in front of a big crowd. But, you know, even when I teach like a 10 person paint party, which I still do now and then, it's it's just a different energy. It's a different vibe, but it's still a good vibe. But like, you know, obviously you want to be teaching in front of like a ton of people. It's, it's always a good time. But um, so you never know what, what you're going to experience uh, and what opportunities are going to come when you do like a small paint party. So and this happened a couple of weeks ago. I did this paint party and the woman, one of the women at the paint party was like, do, do you guys do like corporate events? And I was like, absolutely. I was like, yeah, that's like really our specialty. We, we can set up in your office. We can set up in your cafeteria. We can set up uh, in your conference room. You know, we bring all the supplies and everything. She's like, oh my God. She's like, I actually work on the events committee for uh, my, my company and we'd love to do something like that. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, then an hour later, she was telling me about how she has a friend that used to teach paint parties and that she stopped doing it. But now this year she wants to get back into it. I'm like, I'm actually hiring artists. <laughs> I, I would love it. I'd love to talk to her. And just just from one little event, it kind of led to two other opportunities. So definitely, you know, embrace and honor the small events because you never know where it's going to lead to. Okay. So that's basically the story that I want to share with you guys. So now I want to talk to you guys about things uh, that I did this previous week to kind of propel the company forward in, in some way. And you, you guys might find some of this stuff boring, but alas, I need to tell you guys what I did. <laughs> that's what I committed to. And uh, if you're listening, that's what you committed to, too. So I actually did uh, our taxes, which is just, oh, man, I... Man, it's just, this is just like the worst part of running a business. Like where I'm a creative person, I'm an artist, I just want to be creating all the time, you know? And it's, it's my, the, I have like a business brain and then an art brain and they're constantly at battle with each other or doing tug of war or something. And uh, this is the stuff that kills me, but I, I need to do it. I need to do it. So anyway, so I prepared our taxes, which meant that I had to get like everyone's 1099s prepared and you know, just crunch a lot of numbers and, you know, just make sure all of my finances are in order. So that was kind of a big task this week. Also, I did, I uh, streamlined our accounting software and our budgeting software. And this was a big thing because I'm, I'm trying to find different ways in um, my weekly routine to kind of save time. Because, you know, I, I believe that time's your greatest asset. You can't, you can't get back more time. You can't, unless you kind of stay as healthy as humanly possible and hopefully uh, add more years to the end of your you know, timeline. But, um, you know, I'm a firm believer that saving time is, you, you got to do it because time is everything. So I've been, and you guys are going to laugh at this, but, you know, I'm a transparent guy. So I've been like manually inputting all of our transactions uh, into the accounting software that we use. Like we used to use Wave Accounting, which is a free uh, accounting software. You should definitely start off with that if you don't have any accounting software yet. And then we also used to use YNAB, which is you need a budget for our budgeting software. And they're both free versions for a certain time. I think YNAB just started charging um, 
I think like $50 to $60 a year. But anyways, I absolutely love both of these accounting softwares, like absolutely love them so much to death. And what I'm realizing is like, I'm, I'm wasting so much time by manually inputting all these transactions into these different software systems. So I was like, there's got to be a way to like connect my bank to these software systems. And there is, and there is, so I can just automate my accounting, which is great, but my bank doesn't support those software systems. <laughs> so for like the past week, I'm like, you know, do I, do I change banks? And I'm like, but I love my bank. I've been at this bank for like, you know, over 10 years. I can't, I can't change banks just because of software. And then I was like, so then I need to get new software systems. But it was just, you know, back and forth trying to figure out what software systems are compatible and, you know, making sure like all my transactions are being imported correctly. So we just started using QuickBooks uh, for our accounting and then Quicken for our budgeting. And I, it works great. It's very seamless, but it's taken me a long time to kind of um, kind of get used to the interface and all that stuff. But I'll, I'll figure it out. That, that'll be fine. So, and then the, the last thing is, this has been a crazy like tech week for me. Um, I changed my phone from an Android to an Apple. And that was a big kind of decision for me. So right now, if you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook, this is on my new Apple phone. And I'd like to give a shout out to my mom, Ingrid Long, for <laughs> giving me her hand-me-down uh, iPhone 7. Thank you. Thank you, Mama Dukes. So, yeah. So it's just been a crazy week, tech week for me. And that's about it. So now I just really quickly wanted to do some shout outs at the end again. And I actually, I wrote down some things that I, I want to talk about, some events that we have coming up. And it was just a lot of information. So I was like, I need to write this down. I can't re remember all this. So my artist, Lauren, has a few events coming up. We'd love it if you could come out and support us. That'd be great. Support Lauren. So this Wednesday, January 22nd, we actually have a wood sign paint party at World of Beer Restaurant in Cambridge, Mass., from 7 to 9 p.m. I will leave a link to this event below where you can get tickets if you feel like coming out. That would be great. Also, Saturday, January 25th, we have a Woodsign fundraiser paint party for an organization called One Brick Boston, and that's happening at Democracy Brewing in Boston, Mass., from 2.30 to 5 p.m. Um, and I'll leave, again, a link below to that event and if you visit our website you'll be able to get a better description of what one brick boston does um, i know they're an awesome organization and lauren's worked with them a few times uh, and lastly um, i'm promoting a book my self-development book called the mindful artist which you can actually get the free kindle book version on amazon from january 20th to the 24th so definitely I'll leave a link below for that. And I would love it if you could pick up a free copy if you haven't already got one. And basically my book just talks about being a more mindful person in both your business and your personal life because it will lead to more opportunities and abundance into your life if you can focus on the present moment, which is di very difficult for a lot of us to do. So I know that this is kind of a longer episode. My apologies. I'm learning as I go with this stuff. 
And uh, let me just tell you guys a few other things, if you don't mind. If you could check out our Patreon page, that'd be great. That's a way to support the podcast. You can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash JJArtworks. And then if you could check out our official website at JJArtworks.com, that'd be great. And you can learn more about our company and all the services that we offer. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for being patient with me as I kind of learn this whole podcasting world. And I look forward to talking to you guys in episode three uh, next week. So have a good one and I'll talk to you later. (music) 